Welcome to Learned Lag, a podcast about yesterday's Learned League questions and answers. I'm George. And I'm Amanda. George and I are both in Zephyr A. This is season 32 for George and season 28 for me. This is day 12 of season 100. The first question asks us for an animated general contractor, and that's pretty much all we need to know. Yeah. <laughs> and that's... That's true, although that appears at the end of the question, mm-hmm. after we read about a cement mixer named Dizzy, a road roller named Rolly, etc., etc. Um, these are all construction machine characters in Bob the Builder, um, which our older kids watched a lot more than our youngest has. Um, and so this one was very uh, obvious, very early. Um, it uh, took me a second to double check like that the names of the characters, uh, there is some show, I think it's Monster Machines, that I had to make sure, you know, that our youngest kid did watch okay. a ton. And it was, but it was all cars and trucks and right. that kind of okay. thing. Um, uh, doing kind of crazy physics defying things while also trying to describe engineering concepts. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Which was, you know, kind of a weird combo. Was that um, Monster Machines? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was. Um, mm, right, yeah. Just because the, these names kind of sound like those ones that mm-hmm. they yeah. they put in the, that show. Um, and I was like, no, cement mixer, contractor, mm. construction, this has got to be Bob the Builder. Yeah, I just, I, I know there are other cartoon contractors. There's Handy Manny. Oh, true. Uh, there's another one that I've seen on some streaming service recently that seems to be a new one. Uh, but I didn't remember what it was, and I just figured this has got to be about the builder because Thorsten's mm-hmm. not going to go into your second and third tier uh, <laughs> animated general contractors. So, so I I said Bob the Builder and thought nothing more of it. Look, Handy Manny's work is high quality, so uh-huh. this whole third tier business I, you, you should check out his Angelus reviews. It's the animated, the not the contractor <laughs> part it determines their tiers. Fair. Uh, but yes, Bob the Builder was the correct answer. Uh, question two asks us for a two-word physical property of minerals that measures their heaviness as a ratio between the weight of the mineral and the weight of an equal volume of water. Uh, so this is kind of related to density, but not but not exactly density. Mm-hmm. And I, And so I was thinking like, oh, it's something density. It's like specific density and then it hit me no no it's specific gravity Mm. and i don't know why that's what it is but i remember that that's kind of this version of you know the will it float (laughs) so i said specific gravity yeah i i couldn't quite land on this one it's been just long enough since uh high school college science classes that I thought about things like buoyancy, but I thought, no, that's you know about floating. It's not about kind of the density of things. And I did think density, you know, seemed like it had to be part of the answer. Um, just because, you know, when you're talking about heaviness, that's mm-hmm. really kind of what you mean is, is the amount of mass that's in a certain volume. Sure. Um, and so I figured it had to have that word in it. And I thought, well, we're talking about the volume of water. So that sounds like a displacement thing to me Mm. you know how much because if you're measuring how much water the uh you know rock or mineral or whatever Mm -hmm. displaces that's kind of what you're getting at here so uh, i ended up putting down displacement density feeling like i described it right but probably 
didn't <laughs> didn't get the right term. The correct answer was specific gravity, mm -hmm. or apparently relative density. Yeah, and I, I doubt that I'm going to get a special dispensation for this because displacement density is a term in electromagnetism. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. It's, it, there's, I think there might be another word in there, hmm. but like displacement current density or mm. something about uh, uh, it's an arcane physics term. Okay. But it is a term, I think. So right. probably not getting that one. Oh. Question three asks us for the full name of the Alexandra Cooper podcast, which is the second biggest on Spotify after some a-hole. Right. Not a specific a-hole. Hmm. Um, but uh, we're supposed to sort of fill in the blank because it's titled Call Her What? And I don't know where I picked this up. It might have been because we've been watching After Midnight with all the comedians mm. who you know may be appearing on this mm. um, or, or somewhere, I ran across the name of this podcast. Uh, not to say that I was certain about it, but I thought when I saw it call her, the word that came to mind immediately was daddy. Um, and I don't uh, know exactly how to parse that, not having listened to the mm. podcast at all. Is it that you're supposed to call a woman daddy or are you supposed to call the woman's daddy? I don't know. Uh, um, I believe it to be the former. That's what I would think uh, in this this uh, year of our Lord 2024. Um, so, yeah, that, I, you know, I tried to think, is there something else that I'm not thinking of here? But I don't listen to this podcast and I, you know, again, I don't know the content of it well enough to say something other than, you know, what first popped to mind that I must have run across in goodness knows where. Um, so I put down daddy. Uh, I was so close on this and I'm annoyed. I've heard of it, but I have not actually heard it or could identify Alexander Cooper at all. Mm. And I knew it was kind of this irreverent sort of uh, sex, sexy sexual reference. Right. Um, but I did not go far enough and I said mommy. Ah. I said call her mommy. Uh, the correct answer was daddy. Yep. Well done. Thank you. Barely. Barely <laughs> done, but correctly done. Uh, question four asks us for essentially the nickname of a painter and sculptor uh, who's regarded as the first great Spanish artist in a way, um, but was not Spanish and is known by a sort of Span-Italian uh, <laughs> nickname. Uh, so my first thought was El Greco. But then I thought, oh, that's not Italian. That's just <laughs> Spanish. El Greco, the Greek. Okay. So it must be something else. It must be some kind of like faux Italian name, maybe even like, ah. like Pedro something Italian or mm -hmm. something like mm -hmm. that. That's, you know, more, uh, more obviously Spanish and Italian. And I just couldn't land on anything. So I f finally just said, you know, El Greco, I feel like is around this time. It was like very, very early, um, you know, compared to a lot of known painters. Um, and I, I know that he worked in, you know, El Greco was, uh, worked in Spain, if not actually Spanish. Um, so yeah, I'll, I'll just say El Greco. 
Yeah, this one, um, no other options really presented themselves to me either. Um, I, you know, I don't, I, I feel like this is almost like a learnedly greatest hits question, because I feel we've had it at least once before about, you know, El Greco and his background. Um, and just, you know, uh, knowing that he was Greek and mm. hence the name El Greco, um, that's that was close enough. I, I figured, okay, well, I guess I can assign the L to Spanish and the Greco must be the Italian version for goodness knows what reason that they <laughs> uh, applied to him for to indicate that he was this Greek guy that painted stuff. Reasonable. Um, and so I, I just, if it wasn't that, then it was going to be something well beyond my um, knowledge. And so... I also put down El Greco. Uh, and it was El Greco. And Indeed. I uh, eventually realized that uh, Greco is, in fact, Italian for Greek, and mm. Spanish for Greek is griega, ah. or griego. Okay. So, yeah, it was very much the Italian Greek guy. Well, there you go. Yeah. Question five asks us for the second body uh, second largest body of water whose name includes the word bay and tells us that the bay of bengal is the largest right um and funnily enough it came up as a jeopardy question uh with a different square mileage for it but um in any case uh this asks us to name an inland sea as it's described and i thought you know i i that had me thinking about places like the Black Sea, the Caspian Sea, like for a while um, until I, you know, thought, well, no, none of those have the word bay in them. And so it must be one of those things that's called a sea, but like it's connected to the oceans. Mm. Um, and so I kind of just ended up saying, OK, well, the only other bay of I know of is like the Bay of Biscay. Um, but... Mm -hmm that's not inland that's off the coast of something um and so it's uh i kind of thought well what's what would be something bay that would make sense with all of this uh description including the fact that it's really quite large like 400,000 square miles is a great big body of water so um you know something bay that's really big Oh, Hudson Bay up in Canada is really big. I've never thought of it as inland per se or as a sea, but I guess it kind of qualifies. Like it's kind of, it's way down into the, the land mass of the continent. Um, and so sure, that seems like it kind of works with the description. So let's go with Hudson Bay. Uh, yeah, I kind of went the same way uh i briefly thought of the bay of fundy ah. uh, and then i remembered that i don't actually know anything about the bay of fundy other than <laughs> it is named the bay of fundy i have literally no idea what continent it is on <laughs> what uh, ocean it empties into or comes out of or anything like that i think it's got like uh high tides like per like particularly oh. large uh variants in the tides and that's <laughs> Might be why it's stuck in my head, but I don't actually know what it is. 
Um, <laughs> so I kind of cast around for, okay, what's a big-looking bay on a map? Right. Even though map projections are bad at that sort of thing. And the first one I thought of was Hudson. And I thought, mm -hmm. you know what? Yeah, that's fairly big. I'm thinking, like, hmm, half of 850,000 square miles. Oh, wait, I don't know things. about. I, I can't tell <laughs> distances or areas or volumes or anything like that. I am absolutely hopeless at estimating them. Um, so that doesn't help. But when I think about that area on a globe, it's a lot of blue. Yeah. Uh, and even adjusting for changes in latitude uh, based on projection, it's still a lot. Um, sure. And it, especially when it is described as an inland sea, and it's not going to be like one of those bays that's kind of indistinguishable from <laughs> the water around it, like Bay of Biscay. Mm -hmm. That's not uh, describable as an inland sea at all. For sure. It may be hydrologically a bay, however you define that, and it may be you know, geographically distinct, but you can't call it an inland sea. Mm -hmm. But you can for the, the Hudson Bay. So I, I just kind of figured, yeah, this is one where if it ain't this, I'm not going to be shocked at the answer. Mm -hmm. uh, especially since uh, it has bay in the name. So it's not going to be like, you know, Lake Baikal or something like that right, either. Right. So by winnowing that down based on the very precise nature of the question, I went with Hudson Bay. And that was the correct answer. Whew. Question six finally asks us for a vaguely scientific slang word for excellent, very satisfactory, and hunky-dory that was popularized by Bill Bojangles Robinson. I, I kind of don't get where vaguely scientific sounding comes from because I don't consider this that at all. Okay. Um, so I, I kind of tried coming up with vaguely scientific sounding uh, terms that would work for that. Nah, just nothing worked. Uh, but the second part of the question tells us that a lyricist pairs it with pathetic in a couplet. So, oh, okay, this probably rhymes with or closely sounds like pathetic. What's a word that means okay or hunky-dory uh, from pathetic? Something etic. Copacetic. Okay, yeah. Is that vaguely sciencey sounding? No, not really. But it works. <laughs> it's copacetic, okay. Um, I don't know what else this comes, I don't know the etymology of it, so that means either that it is in fact of unknown origin and was just, you know, made up by a, by a singer, or I simply don't know it, <laughs> but I couldn't think of one. Um, you know, it, it could easily come from like headlike or something like that, you know, Kappa and it sort of evolved into Copa or whatever, mm -hmm. um, you know, or some kind of knowledge-based word uh, and kind of from the same vein as capiche or the like, mm -hmm. understanding. But no, nah, I just, n nothing else, nothing else uh, rang just as pure as that. So I said copacetic. Yeah, I, I had a similar thought process, although with an ending with etic or ascetic, I can see why the phrase vaguely scientific sounding was included. I don't think it was necessary to the question to to add that. I don't think it, you know, does much for um, 
leading people to the answer when you already have the the idea that it's going to rhyme with pathetic mm-hmm. um so so yeah that that kind of aside um really copacetic was the thing that popped to mind for this um pretty much right away knowing with the the idea that it rhymes with that other word so um you know i i thought of it and then went yeah i guess that fits the criteria the weird criteria <laughs> that are, are listed in the question mm. um and it certainly means you know everything is is a-okay you know as the question specifies so do i think it hailed from the 20s yeah um you know bilbo jangles robinson sure very likely uh that seemed exactly the kind of thing that he would coin so mm-hmm. uh i went ahead and put down copacetic as well and that was correct so that leaves me with five on the day Ditto. um which is is perfectly cromulent mm-hmm. um i i of course, I wish I would have grabbed specific gravity, but I don't yeah. think it was uh, available in the memory stacks mm. um, with, you know, there, there was nothing to kind of that phrase, especially like relative density. I could see coming up with just kind of from the principles listed here, um, but specific gravity, which I think is really the primary term that's being looked for is. Mm-hmm is one that you kind of got to know. It doesn't suggest itself. Yep. Oh, well, that's it for today. Tune in tomorrow for more post-game analysis. Uh, Follow us on Blue Sky at Learned Lag. Uh, We're now with all the vowels. And remember, don't forfeit. Don't cheat.